Hey guys, welcome to Truth Check, where we invoke critical thought and we dive deeper into the scripture to answer questions that you may be having and that we tend to have in our communities as well. My name is John David, and this is Nick. Hi guys, uh, my name is Nick. Like I said, that's, this is John David, and we call him JD. Um, for, if you're tuning in uh, with us to the podcast for the very first time, what we do is we it's simple, just Q&A type stuff, man. Um, I'm the one who's going to be asking the questions, the intriguing questions that are just going to kind of pick at his mind and everything. And uh, JD is going to be the one that's going to be answering it uh, with scripture, with truth, not based of our own opinions, but specifically of what the word of God says. So with that, uh, JD, one question that I have and I've, I've kind of asked a lot in, in worship type settings is, is there a way that I can worship wrongly? Like, is there something I can do or say or whatever that pretty much is, is the wrong way of worshiping? Yeah. Yeah, man, I think a lot of people have that question, you know, and oh, yeah. you get in settings where you're not necessarily feeling the, the either the atmosphere. We tend to use that language yeah. in, in, in the yeah. body of Christ. It's like, well, I'm not really feeling it right now or whatever, you know. And I think that comes from a misunderstanding of, of what worship truly is. So... The real question probably is, what what is worship, right? So I'd like to open up Romans 12, 1, 1 and 2. He says, Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. I like the way the NLT puts it. It says that you're true, that that's your true worship. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So we see here Paul is really invoking them that that worship is is a is an embodied lifestyle. It's a, it's a presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. We see the same lang- language in Romans six, where he's saying, "Don't present your members as as members of unrighteousness." Right. But present your members as holiness unto God, right? That's that's true worship. So worship isn't necessarily what we tend to focus on, which is going and singing songs and raising our hands, but it's something that, that we actually abide in, that we continue in throughout our day. Yeah, yeah man. Well, I, I guess question, like, you can, the question can still be based off of, of what you just said as well. Like, now we know what what true worship is, but... Even then, like, how do you worship? Like, can you still worship wrong even in that sense? Like, like, do you have to worry about oh, if I if I cuss or if I sin or do something? Right. Like, does is that like not worshiping God the way that that it's supposed to? You, yeah, it, yeah. Like how you say like it's it's presenting your, yourself to God as a living sacrifice. So yeah. if you're not doing that on your day to day basis and everything you do, then are is that like? Is that considered like a wrong way of worship towards him yeah. or something? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I, I would say, man, that the vision is skewed then, that your understanding of worship is is in a wrong place, not yours personally, but, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. person that's, that's having these thoughts that's saying like, you know, can I go into this atmosphere and, and after doing this? And the first thing I like to say is that Jesus... Jesus is the one that transforms us. He's the one that heals us and yeah. brings us into this. So if you can't come to him, then then you won't be transformed. And that's wow. the thing is like you you run to God as you progress and as these things may come up in your life, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't say that that's wrong place of worship. 
I, I think we do see in Scripture places of, of wrong worship, and Jesus expresses this like in Mark 7, mm-hmm. where he's saying that, you know, they worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Right. So not really putting your heart and, and, and your life into worship, that could be a wrong sense of worship. You know, we see the same thing in Matthew 5, where, where he's saying, yeah, you say you don't commit adultery, but, but you look upon a woman lustfully and you lust within your heart, right? Mm-hmm. So he's taking it deeper than just things you do and you don't do. He's going to the heart. He's really going into the place of saying, like, yeah, wh- where is your heart at? Where is your will? Yeah. Where, where, where are you focused on, right? Yeah. So we have to be able to change that first. And the way we change that is by going to him in worship. And not just worship settings, but going to the word, abiding in the word. And we see that Jesus lived a life of worship, right? right. And we see this, you know, Matthew 4 where he's being tempted, you know, the devil saying, won't you bow down and worship me? And Jesus yeah, yeah. says, you shall worship the Lord your God alone, right? right? That's obviously Jesus was not talking about going to listen to some music at that time, right? He was talking about an embodied lifestyle. Right. And so that's what needs to change is mm-hmm. is the way we see worship. Can I worship while I'm reading my Bible? Yeah. Can I worship while I'm driving to work? Can I worship in the workplace, Right. Like, as I'm working, am I worshiping? You know, I think of Colossians, like, 3.17. He says, whatever you do, in word and in do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him, right? That's worship, man. And once you set your affection upon that, you can allow that to change the direction in which you see it. So for sure, man. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, So do you think by... I guess like creating other idols or in a sense like that. Do you think that that like, uh, like uh, what I mean by idols is, is I don't obviously don't mean like, you know, like golden statues or anything like that, but, but things that like we can create as idols today, like whether it's, it's, you know, um, the the music we listen to or movies we watched it, you know, we, or, even worship. I've, I've heard people say yeah. sometimes worship, that, worship. That, that we worship worship. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so and we worship worship instead of worshiping God. Right. And so with that, like, I guess, is that considered like a, uh, obviously yeah. that is considered a wrong way of worship. Yeah. But I, I guess even in a sense of speaking of things that apply to us as believers, like I said, worship the yeah. the word or or anything like this. Yeah. It's possible to worship these things instead of worshiping God. God. For sure. What what I think we do is we focus on the means instead of the vision. So I, I, church worship is a means by which the vision is realized. And when you focus on those means, mm-hmm. the vision diminishes and you forget why you're doing the thing you're doing. Okay, uh, C.S. Lewis says this perfect. Um, on the weight of glory, in the book of weight of glory, he says, the books or the music in which we thought the beauty was located will betray us if we trust to them. They are good images of what we really desire, but if they are mistaken for the things itself, they turn into dumb idols, breaking the hearts of the worshipers. For they are not the thing itself. They are only the scent of a flower we have not found, the echo of a tune we have not heard, news from a country we have not yet visited. And I think that's what we tend to do, right? I mean, that we, we, we go to these worship settings to feel or to embrace mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. But if our hunger is in the thing that expresses God, 
then our hunger becomes for that thing alone and not for God. And so that's what we can't do. We, we, we have to, in a sense, deconstruct our idea of worship, which is kind of what we're trying to do here is say, well, what is true worship? And Jesus demonstrated the life of worship, right? He, he wasn't going, he was going to places he would go pray at night, you know, he, he would separate himself. But then as he was among the people, he was moved with compassion. He taught on the kingdom of God, right? He proclaimed yeah. the kingdom of God, and then he demonstrated the kingdom of God in his life. That is worship. That's what Paul's saying here in Romans 12, right? He's saying, I beseech you, I beg you to present your bodies as living sacrifices unto God, which is your true worship. And I think once we start doing that, we're able to see the vision and then use the means for the right purpose, which reading our Bible, fasting, praying, seeking the Lord in solitude, something we, we leave out a lot of times is solitude and silence. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and throughout the Psalms, we see this over and over, this picture of David going to solitude, going to silence. Yeah. So yeah, man, worship is, is big. It's your life. Yeah, yeah. that's good. It's awesome, man. Well, unfortunately, guys, that's going to be all that we're going to have today. Um, but before we're able to close out on anything, uh, JD, why don't you go ahead and give us a couple verses, um, things that are pertaining to to what we just talked about. You know, whether it's what is true worship or how can I worship properly. Sweet, yeah. So I mentioned Romans twelve, one and two, Colossians three seventeen. I mentioned First Corinthians ten thirty one. Um, Matthew 5, man, focus on the Beatitudes. Those are really cool. So uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, it's all over the place. The Psalms, Psalm 16, Joshua 1, 8. These are all great, great verses, man. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you if you struggle with believing anything that we talked about today, then he just gave you the scriptures. Go check it out for yourself, yeah. guys. And uh, don't forget to check us out on social media and our website and everything like that. And uh, we'll get back to you guys next week. Sweet.